going on, everybody? This show will not be found on Sports Center, but this is Sky B, originally from Gary, Indiana. Listen to the Dynasty Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought I that was busted. <laughs> That's that flying bumblebee that uh, our boy played on. Drum line. Flying the bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vic, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, say something cool so I can make sure I hear you. Bro, I just got put on the ESTG, man. ESTG. Is that cool? Is that cool Hell enough? Hell yes. So I heard him on Jack Harlow album, which you put me on Jack. Okay. And I was like, shit, let me go listen to this little gangster ass nigga. I and I went and bumped his album, bro. And just, I've been rocking with him since, bro. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like listening to like gangster music, street music, like I can't just listen to that shit all day, every day. So I gotta hear it in certain elements, you know what I mean? Certain environments. So like in the gym, and but of course today on, in the, on the way over here, yeah. On the way to Dad's house, yeah, yeah. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> I gotta get in my ratchet bag. Did you make a ticker for all the QBs? Yeah, yeah, we good. You didn't want to make a ticker for the three tight ends last week. I was just checking. No, we good. Let's go. All right, time. Oh shit, time, bro. You good? We yeah, ready? yeah, yeah. Good. All right, hey, bro. We ready, bro? What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ Abo, and this is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode two hundred and fifty. Let's go! I just turned DJ Abo down. Is he loud in the motherfucker? I don't know if he's trying to make a little spark, you know, the, the, all the noises in the microphone. All right, so look, what's good, brothers and base? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode eighty-one. This is where you come for your fancy football needs and chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am clearly hands-free Dynasty Bro Doc this week here with my co-bro. Got Dynasty Bro Vic, what's up? How hey, you doing? Abel told me to uh, switch up for an episode, so I'm going to see how I feel not having the mic. I'm a rapper, bro. I'm used to having the microphone in my hand. I'm not used to that. I know, bro. You hands-free. I know. I guess, see, so when I'm doing this the whole time... <laughs> Don't make me yeah, feel bad. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. I just slid in because I need somebody. I need them to see this hand too. No, it's this hand as I'm going up. But what do I do with my hands? What What was that from? I don't even know. I don't know. It was from. It was from. Nah, the other one where he went to prison with Kevin Hart. Uh, he was well. He was supposed to go to prison. Will Fair, my bad. I know, I know the movie. I know the song. You okay, anyway. I didn't know that that's where that was from. Yeah, that's exactly where that's from. All right, so look, we got a fire episode this week. We're going to talk about the incoming quarterback class. Well, last week we had a big three with the tight ends, and clearly we have a big five, man. So, you know, I'm hearing all kind of talks that maybe four of them will go one through four in the NFL draft. Uh, but for sure, five of them are probably going to all go in the first round. So, um I'm excited to talk about that. I'm excited to, to see how you rank these five guys and what you think about some of them. I feel like we haven't understood number one, and then we're going from there. We're going to wing it. So I'm excited to get into this conversation with my brother, man. I trust his, his opinion. I called him this week. I was like, hey, bro, I need help with a trade. He told me don't do it. Next morning, roll around, I did it, and I called him. I had to apologize because I knew somewhere in the back of his mind he felt some type of way, bro. Bro, you called me on the early too, like Sunday, like eight thirty. But the text came in like around seven forty-five. Like you up, bro? Like yeah, you know me and Louie up, man. Cause I know you and Jason. Yeah, bro, you know how I go. 
I, I felt bad. I knew he felt some type of way. As soon as I said, bro, I took the trade. He said, yeah, man, you, and that's my opinion. I said, damn, bro. He told me, he told me, don't get him off the books. Look what I did. And I have to jump, drop the uh, Jimmy Butler, man. So. I'm, I appreciate you sticking with the ritual. Hey, yeah. for, for anybody that don't know, Vic always drops this Jimmy Butler meme. Or it's a gift. Is, is it a gift? It's a gift. It's a gift. GIF. Yeah, he drops this gift for Jimmy Butler. Can you explain what that Jimmy Butler gift means to the good people? I mean, it's, it's pretty iconic. It's, you know, it's my signature. Uh, whenever somebody drops a trade, you know, usually whenever someone drops a trade, whether you agree with it or not, some people can get disrespectful with it saying, you know, why would you do that? Or that was dumb. My way of just keeping consistent energy, unbiased, is dropping this Jimmy Butler gift. Basically, he's like leaning over the sideline, looking both ways. So that's my way of checking out both sides. So to me, it's pretty safe. It's pretty consistent. Um, shout out to everybody everybody that drops the Jimmy Butler gift on Friday. <laughs> it's just cool, man. So it's my thing. I rock with it. I rock with it. All right. So look, like I said, we're going to get into these top, the big five uh, quarterback prospects, man. So I'm excited about that. Um, but before we get into that, I want to let y'all know we got a special guest coming on the podcast. Y'all name drop right now? Yeah, bro. Man, we got my brother Skip from Nat Town, man. He's running the Shout city when it comes to the music, doing his thing. And he yeah. just dropped an album called King Indiana. And I know I've been bumping it. Yeah. Vic been bumping it. Yeah, yeah. I, like I pulled that. up outside on Avo. He come out. Uh, I will sing a cilantro. Y'all know that's yeah, my yeah. shit. I need that pronto. That's my ish, man. So yeah, we got him coming on for the, the first official scout report of the year. So I'm excited to get back rolling with that. And um, we do got the closing. You know, we always like to say something good to the people. But before we get to all of that, we got the hood TMZ with my brother Dynasty Bro Vic where he come get you all the news and what's happening right now, whether he found out himself or not. So uh, that's what we're about to get to, bro. My, my nigga look ready. So you ready? Man, I had to get ready. So I had to stay ready. Ooh! Something like that. <laughs> I think you, that shit sound backwards, but I felt it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's cool. We here, man. Hey, we got to start with this uh, Deshaun Watson news. Um, was that even out last week? I don't, I don't know. Was it? I feel like it. I started hearing the rumors last week. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's allegations. Um, but man, it's like, how do you touch this topic and subject? So you know, it, it could be a sensitive topic, but he's been accused. Is that the word? Right? Yeah, just he, accused he, right now. He's been accused of sexual harassment. You know, not criminally accused. Yeah, he got some civil. Is it civil suit, civil allegations? It's all civil right it's now. It's all civil Everything. right now. So there's no official criminal reports filed with the police, but he's been accused of inappropriate behavior with masseuse. So, and it's like the count's going up by the day. So I know it started with like two, three, now it's like up to eleven and twelve, right? So nah. It's not, it's not I, last time I last time I checked, it was at thirteen, and then when I was watching ESPN today, it said another one came in today. So it's at fourteen right now. Yeah. I know, bro. I know. Um, I'm not going to speak my piece on it because we have no clue uh, rather what's facts and what's false. So sometimes when it's something that's sensitive, you just shy away from it. Bring bring the awareness to it because it's important. But, uh, you know, before you start shading your opinions on it, sometimes just need to let it play out. That's what I'm going to do. Can't say nothing. Well, I, I do want to say this. Can't say nothing. The, the timing of it is interesting. The timing? It's interesting given that 
you know, he requested a trade. Now it's almost like he's demanding a trade. Um, but again, that is saying that's what it is. It doesn't, that's what it, is. it doesn't take away from the allegations. Uh, you definitely gotta let the process play out as far as with evidence. But the time in this industry, you just have to ask yourself if he wasn't in this space of one to demand a trade, would this have come up right now? And not to say it wouldn't have came up later, but it's just interesting on the timing. Hey, but you know, what was you about to say? No, that's it. It's just the timing. It's just, uh, I don't know. I know I can't say nothing more than that, but the timing. Yeah. That's it. Just the time seems kind of funny. But you know, organizations have been known to kind of keep this stuff under wraps too. So, you know, all that stuff is possible. Shout out to Mom Dukes. That's Mom right there, left a comment. Hey, so what up, hey, sons? For the government out there good. too. Was good. Yeah, my, my dudes. My dudes was good. We'll edit that out. <laughs> look at Devontae. I know. Man, he don't look small, small. He just look small. Bro, if Deshaun Watson, Marvin Harrison, who's the guy? Wes Welker. Of course, he ain't that short, but nigga, Justin Jefferson last yeah. year wasn't that big. I mean, it is what it is, bro. You a talent to play, or you a talent to play? Man, I'd love to get a Devontae in the 108, 109, whatever. That would be fire. But I got some 104s and 103s. I'm getting some Devontae, so that's that. All right, man, but uh, let's keep it pushing. So, of course, we're going to monitor the Deshaun Watson situation as it continues to play out. Um, I have seen people trade him. Like, he's been moving in these dynasty leagues. Has he been moving around in your Bruh, I just – we in that Pokemon shit together. I just seen him trade it for Jared Goff and – Something stupid, bro, in a superplex league. You you keep talking. If, if you seen them, have you seen them traded? I I literally just recently here it go. I see them traded for Jared Goff and David Montgomery. Ain't no way Jeez. in hell that's the cost for uh uh Deshaun Watson in superplex. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, and people got to keep in mind this is a civil case right now. So usually NFL isn't you know as hands on. Like of course they give out suspensions, but most likely he'll be back in action. Now, since he is in the NFL, um, can can he still be in trouble for this? Even if he's like, if no criminal charges, even if he's found innocent of everything, can he still be suspended some games? That I don't know. I, I can't think of a situation right now where someone was, you know, in a situation like this, meaning civil, not not necessarily on sexual harassment, but I can't think of a recent scenario where someone still faced. Uh, I don't know what that was. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I can't think of a situation where someone still faced suspension. I guess all that I think about is like the Tyreek situation, right? With his kid? Yeah. But he didn't uh, get suspended though, did he? Nah. Uh, okay. Just wondering. Just I, don't, I don't know. It was just pending. Yeah. All right, man. Let's uh, you know, let's keep it pushing. Yeah, bro. Shout out to Shefty. Uh, so a lot of news. So of course you guys know there's a lot of pro days going on right now. Uh, hey, Najee Harris running back, former running back for the Alabama Christian Tide. Hey, Vic. So, hey, Najee Harris drove. No, I'm just playing. Not I'm right. playing the story. You know that's my guy, man. Hey. All right, this is I'm why Najee. This is why Najee, my guy. He drove nine hours to watch his guys do a pro day today, and didn't have no intentions of doing a pro day at all. He's just going for strict support. And you tell me that ain't the kind of guy you want on your team, bro. That's love. And the fact he drove the nine hours. Yeah, and the reason he drove that nine hours because his flight got canceled. Yeah. So, you know, he's committed. 
Um, that's a brother right there in terms of, you know, supporting your teammates. That's your family. So support all those other guys who got a shot at the lead. So shout out to Najee. That's fire. My bad. I just, I seen a picture on your phone. I was like, he's going this way. That's my guy. Let me steal the show. Yeah. That's the first and only ever steal the show. Nah, bro. Guys, nah, bro. During the hood teams. Bro, it's cool to get some help from time to time. So it's cool. Hey, I got another one of your guys. Shout out to Shefty Galladay, man. He signed a four-year deal with the New York Giants, 72 million. Hey, give money. How do you feel about that, man? Um, I think it makes a difference for the Giants' real NFL team. When it comes to fantasy, I don't think it boosts him up. If anything, the close thing to boost up is he just stayed the same. Because I don't think he moved with a better quarterback. Because he Matthew Stafford's the type of guy that those kind those kind of one on one toss up balls, balls that Stafford throws. Um I don't really see Daniel Jones making those as much and the scoring opportunity when you built that kind of connection with your number one, that's what Stafford had with Galladay. So we'll see. There's a whole lot more weapons. I think they're going to run through uh, the run game. So I don't know if it means anything for Galladay, but, you know, shout out to Daniel Jones, man. I think they went in to be like, look, this is your chance to show us if you're going to be our starter going forward. So I do like them instead of just trashing the quarterback that took in the first round, give them a clean shot to see if he's going to be a future Hall of Fame franchise quarterback. And that's what they did getting Galladay. They got a nice core, man. Uh, of course, with Saquon and you got Evan Ingram and Galladay. Um, of course, you know, I, I like Darius Slayton. They and, signed John Ross. Yeah, they still got Sterling Shepard. You know, he makes plays out there. So, nice core. Now, they just got to take care of that whole line and give uh, Daniel Jones some time. So, hopefully, you know, this allows Daniel Jones to get back on track. True. All right, man. That's all the news I got. But I do want to talk about a trade we did Probably two weekends ago now. Yes, sir. Um, before we get into the swinging thing with the quarterbacks, man, we're starting to see what these guys are, you know, now that you can start doing your trade and people are getting more excited about it, everybody's in draft season trying to get these one-on-ones, these one-on-twos, because, you know, if you're a super flex, man, it's going to be a real valuable quarterback draft for you. So you got to make sure you get a piece. So I love – I. I'm a fan of four out of the five, a legit fan out of four to five. But uh, there's a clear one for pretty much everybody. It should be the closest thing. It's unanimous one-on-one in fantasy and in real life NFL. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that one-on-one is treasure. Um, So let's talk about it. I had the one-on-one in a league where I'm not that strong in a lot of my depth pieces when it comes to, like, um, skill players, and it is a 14 team league. So, man, getting Trevor is even more important because, you know, quarterbacks are thin. If you lock in one of those stud ones for 15 years, it's awesome. That's why we don't want to trade Pat. You know, that's that's why the trades for Deshaun are stupid right now. I wouldn't I wouldn't advise anybody to do that, but I traded my one on one to my guy Vic. And um, I just felt like this was important to talk. So, you got the actual breakdown. So, you give the discussion and you tell your side, I tell my side. All right, I do want to let y'all know. You might have already said it, I might have missed it. 14 team league. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sent him AJ Brown, 106, and the 206. So mind you, I just said it's a 14 team league. So that 206 really the 208. And he sent me the 101 and the 201, which is really the 203. Um, so I needed that piece. Uh, I needed to, to lock up a second QB. I got Lamar on the roster right now. I mean, I basically tore my roster all the way down. So I got Lamar, CD. That's pretty much it, man. Like, I'm looking to fill in holes. But I have 
three first round picks, the 101, 109, 112, and then I got the 201, which is an early second round pick. So I'm looking to get some young guys, man, and just build through the draft. So that's fire. And if you jump off and have a Lamar and Trevor, filling in those skilled players, you know, is the easy route. You're getting that kind of points from your QBs. It's hard to have two top five uh, QBs on your team, and you potentially got that. So filling in the rest of your skilled players is cool. For me, it I felt like it would have been stupid for me to take Trevor. And I feel like Trevor's, you know, the obvious choice, basically. So what I did was I made a commitment to move off of it because I'm complaining about skills, skill positions, and me taking Trevor doesn't help. So uh, I will say my quarterbacks are kind of thin. I have Tua, I have Fitz, I have Drew Locke. Um, you know, I love Tua still going forward, Drew Locke, whether the team believe him or not, I do think he'll be the starter this year, and Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, one year, half a season, something like that. I'm, I'm filling in these quarterbacks, but Trevor wouldn't help me win at all. So. I do got Saquon, I got Cam Akers, I use McLaurin. I'm like, man, that's a solid four. And AJ Brown gives me a third receiver because it's, you know, it is three wide receiver league. And then, you know, I got uh, the 106 and the 111. So I'm hoping that the 106 gives me a shot at another QB or another skill position. I really hope I could take one of these guys I like at 106 and Mac Jones falls to me at the 111. That would be the most ideal situation for me. That's what I'm kind of praying for. That they give me four shots at quarterbacks now leaving the draft. So um it just makes sense for our team, man. And sometimes you gotta move, even if it's just for the sake of seeing like, you know, how how you can discuss some of these major picks and bring it to the podcast, like getting rid of the one-on-one. So that's important to know, man. So I was excited to make that move and do that trade with my brother. We're able to bring it to the podcast and talk about ways that I would feel comfortable moving Trevor Lawrence. It's probably a top seven, eight pick in uh, quarterback pick in Superflex already. Yeah, man. And just to close that out, <clears throat> the most important thing about all that, originally you asked for 109, and I was going to go with that. And I was like, hold up. My guys need me to 101. Let me give them my 106. I mean, that was just on my conscience. So I was like, it ain't always about trying to win on a trade, making sure people don't talk about you. And my guy's taking care of me. I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to scoot him up since he's giving up the one-on-one. So, again, originally he was going to take the one the 109. I was like, man, let me scoot my guy to the 106. So, yeah, man, I just want to call that out, man. Like, take care of people you're trading with. It just allows you to do more stuff in the future. So, yeah, man, that's, that's just how I look at it with the trades. Uh, yeah, and it worked out. We we both walked away happy with the situation. So that's what we're doing. Hey, you wanna know something? Avo, hey, shout out to you. Shout out to the DJ. And he's been rocking since he's been here. And I love it. Hey, I want to give you a shout out for your idea too. We hooked up a second mixer. And I think, you know, we get a lot of comments about the yeah. music. You know what? I think it's because so with that mixer, it adjusts the volume level to what it is up here now. Okay. So we're adjusting that. So what we hear right here is what they actually hear there. That's what's up. That's fine. So, so, and I do. Uh, my bad. My no, bad. I was about to say, so if it gets too loud, let me know. We're going to adjust it. Right? Okay. I want to shout out Felix. Shout out Troy. Shout out Dan. Oh, what's good? What's Chantel. good? That's, that's Mom Dukes in law. So that's my first time calling Mom Dukes, Dukes in law. Yeah. You said her name on camera. I know. My bad. I don't even know if I can do that. <laughs> You're tripping, bro. My bad. <laughs> Take yeah, back. Shout Cut. out to everybody in, in the comments. Cut it out. <laughs> We go, we go cut this. All right, well, before we get to the main topics with the QB prospects, we all excited for the upcoming NFL draft. And that means we get ready for the dynasty football season. 
advanced football season. So DJ Ava, where can I follow you at? What's good? You can follow me on the Twitter at Dr. C. Bro Avo. That's on the Twitter at Dr. C. Bro Avo. Then on the gram, you can follow me on that thing, uh, Avo Look. A V O L X V E. Let's go! He got to pick a handle one day. I know, and I turned him down, so no. now he ain't as loud. No! <laughs> what about you, Dow? Where can we you follow you? You're a gangster, but you never. Shout out to my bro, Ivo. 50 Cent, his favorite rapper. Yeah. My bro, Pizza. Uh, follow me at DynastyBro dot on Instagram and Twitter, and follow the main page on Instagram, which is Dynasty Bros FF. If you have any questions, go ahead and slide in DMs. If you have, you know, you want to ask about trades or you know what your roster look like, how would I grade it? You can do the same for me and Dynasty Bro Vic. And if you if you're uh, in a rebuild or if you just want to tank, hit up my guy Dynasty Bro Avo. Um, he can help you screw your team all the way over, baby. Hey, I saw somebody drop some players in the league this morning. I saw Avo. I was like, is that Avo? Let me go check real quick, make sure he ain't drop Pat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be seeing y'all making roster moves all the time. So you just wanted to get in. Come on, man. Roster has Drew Brees. Hey, I'll be wanting to send Avo trades, but then I'll be I like, know. he don't think I'm taking advantage of him. So I just Every time. Leave Avo alone. <laughs> man. I'm feeling the same way, bro. So I just leave Abel alone. I feel like I sent Abel a trade. He gonna call Vic, <laughs> and then they gonna discuss it. That's what I'm I think. Send that to me. <laughs> nah, that's cool. All right, and uh, y'all can follow me at. <clears throat> excuse me, my bad. It's Chief, the mango week. It's the mango. Hey, Chief Social FF uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Nice Bros FF for every listen. Join the YouTube. Join the Facebook community, Dynasty Bros. FF Podcast. A lot of big things in the works. We're excited for the future. Happy to be here with my bros talking fantasy. So. Gang. Gang, gang. All right, so look. No, I promise y'all, we got a top five. And it's a good five, man. Even though I told you I'm, I'm fans of four out of five. Um, the NFL seems to think, you know, five out of five. So I ain't mad at it, and those guys are the ones getting paid for their scouting, I guess. So maybe they know something I don't know about the, the, the one I'm iffy on. So uh, how are we discussing this? Uh, are we going obvious one, and then just toss, just name players, bro. We just go whatever order you want to. Yeah, let's start with the obvious. Then we probably just go, I'm going to let you throw a guy out there, and I'll throw a guy out there. So um, let's start with the obvious. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback out of Clemson. I mean, is he the obvious one-on-one the super flex leagues in your opinion? I, I think it's pretty obvious. And if if you if honestly, dynasty guy to dynasty guy, if if he's not your obvious one-on-one and you have the one-on-one and you like fields, trade, bro. If you don't get any small little bit out of that one-on-one to one-on-two jump, try. I don't care if you get a third round pick on top of it. If, if you're not trying to move your one-on-one because you don't think Trevor's the number one, then, then trade it because you, know, you can get just, everything for it. You just answered that question for me. I was going to ask you, like, why didn't you just draft your guy? But then you just answered it for me. Like, well, if you can get your guy in a much later spot and get something else on top of that, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, maybe you already got like a Pat Mahomes and a Justin Herbert or Pat Mahomes and maybe a Baker that you're comfortable with as your QB too. So it makes sense to – Capitalize on a one-on-one. Guys are guys and gals are willing to pay for that. Bust that down. Maybe you can get two first-round picks, whether it's a 105 and a 110, yeah. and maybe another piece on the back end. You just never know. So, yeah, man, look for the opportunity. And uh, if you don't like the offers you're getting now, I will wait until the day before the draft, 
And then if you don't like what's going down there, wait until you're in the draft because that guy's only going to keep going up. Yeah, true that. I agree with everything you just said. So we could talk the obvious one-on-one. Yeah, man. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he's basically the next greatest thing as far as QB prospects since Andrew Luck. I mean, he's been balling since his freshman year. True freshman, he's won a national championship. Makes all the all the plays, whether it's with his feet, with his arm. He's, I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious. Like, I didn't even know we were going to talk about him. I thought we were talking about the other guys just because this dude's so obvious. I, I ain't going to lie. When I was doing all my notes, I just wanted to leave Trevor Blank. Yeah. Because it's – I don't know what to say. He's yeah. an obvious winner. He's an obvious leader. He went out there day one and just led them and was the obvious best player, you know, out there from the moment he stepped on the field, man. And you got to love it, man. Oh, he showed up to the big stages. He played, whether win or lose. He went out there and he played. And he still – he always showed the flashes of us saying that, yeah, he's going to be one-on-one no matter what as soon as the NFL draft starts. Because as a great player, you can have ups and downs. But doing your downs, as long as you still show those flashes to be like, oh, now I'm just finding a way to nitpick. That's perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me again. So let's talk about the – like a one QB league. Is Trevor Lawrence still the obvious one-on-one in that scenario? Like how would you handle that? Hell nah. And – I'm not going to knock anybody for taking them in the first round, but if you ask me, I would I – can, I can name 10, 11 guys in one QB leagues I prefer. So if you're flirting with the 111, 112, that's where I'll say, I get it if you want to jump and take Trevor. But, man, with the importance of these skill positions in one QB leagues, it's hard for me to jump and take Trevor, even though, you know, it would be nice to say, hey, I got Pat Mahomes on my, you know, on my team in a one QB league. But still, the, the the value of having, you know, Christian over Pat in one QB league is super significant. Bro, I literally have the team, have a team where I have the one-on-one, it's a one QB league. I have Lamar Jackson, I got Jalen Hurts. I know a while back, if you guys remember, I said I was going to get Trevor. I'm not doing that. I'm actually just going to get Najee. Like, it's a done deal. And this is a squad where I already got Dobbins and Taylor. I just traded Terry for the 104. So I'm hoping to get Devontae right there. So if that don't work out, then I'm going to get chased. But, uh, yeah, man, that, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm just going to keep my team as is, rock out with the one-on-one. Um, I am going to shop the one-on-one still just because, again, I don't really need a running back there, but why not go for you know, a three-headed monster? So I might be able to get a couple first-round picks. And then if that's the case, I don't mind a Javante Williams and a – Shot Bateman on the back end of the first. So, hell yeah. I mean, again, so I'm just going to be patient. Right now, it's a little quiet, but I have a one on one. I have a game plan. I'm still going to shop. My guy. My guy. Don't don't be sucked in by the love for Trevor to where yeah. you're just jeopardizing the depth of your team. That's true. So, bust it down. Bust it down. But yeah, we're, we're not going to spend that kind of time on Trevor. Let's just move on to the second. Yeah, because I forgot to do the Trevor ticker. So, because it wasn't no point. Yeah, bro. So we just skip past them. All right, bro. So who's the next QB you want to talk about? Justin Fields. All right. Who is this guy? Uh, quarterback, Ohio State. Um, oh. Look, I don't. I it's the good, the good with him. Do he's super athletic? Um, he has a beautiful deep ball. He's accurate. He can lead his passers to the ball. He can make. He's he's great with decision making. You rarely see him do the boneheaded thing in a in a scheme that works well for quarterbacks. That's one of the next that 
You know, I understand people want to get him because Ohio State quarterbacks have it so easy. It's QB friendly. I, that's fine. Let's get it. But he he looks so good when he's out there, man. And he's just controlled, you know. Um, I know a lot of people have been not, knocking him, saying that he doesn't. Since it's so QB friendly, he doesn't have to read the whole field and go through three or four progressions. You know, that's fine. Everybody can't be Trevor. But I'm not going to down him and, you know, discredit him because the, the, the scheme is a little bit more friendlier than others. But you, you can see what he do big time games. He went out there. What do he do against Clemson, bro? He balled out, bro. Balled out, man. And that's against the guy that's about to go above him. And uh, like I said, coming out of high school, they were one and two, you know, top ranked players coming out of high school. So I don't know, man. I love Justin. Uh, you know, and uh, if I had a comp for him, man, it would probably be something similar to, to Dak Prescott, bro. Like the the Dak we see now, knowing that he's good, because coming out, we were unsure of Dak being drafted in the third round. Yes. Justin looks like he already ha- has that upside that we see in Dak now. You know, he's not the most, he's not Lamar Jackson athletic, but he can run. He's big, he's smart. The, the Cowboys don't ask him to do a whole bunch outside of what he's good for. And uh, I think whoever take Justin, man, you put him in a scheme where he'll be able to work and just be smart about it. I think he'll be great, man. I, he's he's my QB too, bro. Okay, and of course, you know they played a shorter schedule this year, but uh, 2,100 yards on the season, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. Um, I want to get into his strengths and weaknesses from what I saw, at least with uh, you know watching the tape. So of course, let's start with the strengths. Um, of course, he's an athletic dual threat. I mean, he can run and pass and throw all that good stuff. He's he has a strong pocket presence. Um, so he's tough. I mean, he's hanging in there. He's dropping back. You know, he doesn't fear the rush that's coming. He's gonna stand in there and make make the throw or take off and scramble. He has a great deep ball. I mean, you guys see him. You know, throwing it to Alave and uh, you know Smith down the field. All these guys. Um, he's extremely tough. Of course, we saw him take that big hit in the championship game. Um, actually, was that against Clemson? Well, yeah, take? got up and ball. So that was actually the round before the championship game. But, uh, you know, he's tough, man. Like, he's, he's physical even when he's running. He's a physical runner, too, so with the ball. So those are some of the things that I like. Um, now let's get to some of his weaknesses. He tends to hold to the ball too long, um, and that's really when, when his primary read isn't open. So he had 21 sacks in the 2020 season. So for me, if a guy's a dual threat, he can run. There's no reason why you should take 21 sacks unless you're holding on to the ball too long. Um, and then going back to the previous year, 2019, he totaled for 56 total sacks total across 2020 and 2019. So those are my only concerns as far as like with the, you know, the primary reason not open, he can hold on to the ball a little bit long. I like to throw the ball away um, just to, you know, not take the sack. Yeah. Um, another issue, just, you know, read one side of the field in terms of like, Navigating through the progressions, um, I did see some tendencies like that. So, um, and it leads them to assume that the check down is open. So that's one thing I noticed. He would check down all the way back across the field to Trey Sermon. You know what I mean? Just assuming he's there. So there were times where Trey got popped. So those are just some of my, you know, some of my concerns. But at the end of the day, he's a top prospect coming out. So um, I'm sure there's, those are some things that can get cleaned up. Um, but that is the reason why I'm personally not comfortable. Take him at the 102. That's where I would try to bust down. That's just me. But I probably am still gonna have some Justin Fields in some places, but but yeah. All right, my guy. You get to pick the next part. All right. Let's talk about the guy who I'm actually want to slide into the first round. I know we did a uh, mock draft a couple weeks ago. I had a guy at the 112 named, named Mac Jones. I'm actually bumping him out. I wanna 
bump this guy in. So uh, after watching the tape, let's bump in Mr. Trey Lance. Um, so this guy, man, let me put my notes. All right. Hey, he processes the field quickly. Um, so he works through the progression pretty quickly in terms of the strengths. He has a quick release. So give me a QB that can get the ball out quick. Like if you read the field quickly and on top of that, you get the ball out quick. That's all positive. And he's a good runner. This is another guy that has rushing upside as well. So going back to that Justin Fields comment I made earlier, why jump on a Justin Fields at the 102 when I can get a Trey Lance later on in the draft and walk out round one with a Najee or a Smith or Chase? You know what I mean? So that's just kind of how I'm looking at it. Um, now let's talk about some of Trey Lance's weaknesses. Average deep ball accuracy from what I saw on film, and he occasionally forces the ball downfield and into traffic. So um, those are times where I like him throw the ball away as well. Um, you really have to look at his tape from last year only because he only showcased one game this year against one Central game. Arkansas, and he actually threw his first interception. But uh, it was cool to see him after that play. Like, he was showing his teammates love. Like, it wasn't like he was hanging his head, you know, head down and disappointed. So just from a leadership standpoint, he has all those qualities. So I like what I saw, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I my only knock on him is uh, – the reason why, you know, because I when I look at him, I think he is accurate. And uh, he, he really does have good placement with the ball. One of my knocks is his completion percentage is so low just because the things you said, yeah. trying to force the ball down the field, like not really paying attention to it. This really ain't going to be a good play. But gunslinger style, just throwing it. So that's my biggest knock right there with him too, man. Just the time where he's just like, I'm just going to launch it without no care. It's not Jameis Winston bad. But it's like, dude, you knew. It's one of them when the coach come back and be like, bro, you knew better. Now go ahead. But uh, he doesn't do it too often, but he still does have a tendency to do it. I like how he moves in the pocket, bro. Looks smooth. Like, in and out the pocket, too. Like, you know, once he goes for his breaks. <laughs> I, I was watching. Oh, I should look the game up. I seen a nigga run a linebacker over and just let me know. I, and I never knew his real size, but 6'4", 230, bro. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, um. And he's coming out as a sophomore. Yeah, bro. 20 years old. Um, I like him. He is officially now my QB3. Just because the fact you got those rushing chops, man, in the NFL, when it, when that uh, trans, translates over to fantasy, that's important to have, bro. So I think he'll be a dual third QB. Uh, I think uh, whoever drives is going to allow him to be that gunslinger QB. And I think he'll be able to keep on growing, man. Like I said, he's... 20 years old. Um, do you have a comp for him at all? I don't. I got. I kind of got one. Who's your comp? A faster Andrew Luck. Okay. Um, and I know. And I know Luck was like, he was a for sure thing. But that my my second knock says he only needs more snaps. That just means yeah. I didn't have a lot of bad things to say about him. Yeah. But it's hard to. You know, watch film on them if they only had one real season. But 28 TDs and zero interceptions in a, in a season is crazy. That is. So, uh, yeah, it, but I don't really have a lot past that to say about them, man. There's a lot of good things. Just one season, basically. Yeah. I'm excited, though, man. Um, I definitely love the you know the prospect in the trade land. So, I definitely think he's worth going after. I mean, especially if you need a QB or if you're looking for your second QB, why not take a chance on a trade land? So, um, I'm projecting him at the end of the first round. NFL drafts really going to dictate that. You know, if these QBs all go in the first round, that's only going to draft the dynasty rookie draft capital up even more. So, um, yeah, man, why not get you a second QB in Trey Lance? So, I like it. 
All right. Um, that was my guy. So who's who's the next guy you want to talk about? Mac. Mac Jones. Mr. Mac Jones. And this is by NFL, you know, GMs and, and scouts. He's the number five out of these five. But to me, I think he's in that four I tell you I like, man. He's 6'3", 217 pounds. Um, <laughs> he's not going to run the ball at all. And these days in fantasy football at the quarterback, man, it kind of eliminates him for probably being an elite QB. I'm going to throw that out there pretty sure. Like, who's, like, the closest to not elite? I mean, the closest to elite is Tom Brady. You have to be Tom Brady, elite of throwing to be, you know, fantasy relevant, top 12 every year with no rushing chops. So you can kind of get away from him being an elite QB. But what I like is I think he has the leadership. You know, um, he plays big in the big games. Uh, I like him. And he makes his teammates like him, too. I guess he's just a likable person. I watch him interviews. He seems pretty cool. He's accurate. Uh, I don't know if I already said that. And he makes smart throws to me. Like, he, he'll go through his reads. He'll take the easy ones if they come. He'll, you know, you rarely see him take make the hard throws. I mean, when you're blessed with talent around you like that at Alabama, you know, sometimes you don't have to make the most difficult throws because some of that talent speaks for itself. But speaking of that, we loved Tua. But two years straight, this man lost Waddle for a lot of the year, lost some of that other talent. He lost Ruggs, uh, and Judy. no matter what you say, Judy Ruggs into the draft last year. And he still went out there and played one of the most amazing college quarterback seasons ever. And he outplayed Tua, and Tua had all that talent. That's true. So um, I love me some Mac Jones, man. Um, yeah, the only my only knock on him is, you know, like I say, he's not going to be doing anything, you know, on the running side. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I like him. Man. All right. Here's what I got on Mac Jones. 4,500 yards, so he led the nation in passing yards. 41 TDs. That was second. Only threw four interceptions. So, yeah, he's, he took care of the football. Um, and basically, man, everything you said, you know, some of his shrimps, um, he, he's a pocket passer at the end of the day with good ball placement. He's accurate in the short and uh, medium passing game, especially like over the middle of the field and underneath. His play style fits a balanced attack, in my opinion, in the league or a run-heavy team. Um, I'm not comparing him to a Ryan Tannehill, but I feel like he would fit that type of system better, like where you hand the ball off to a workhorse, yeah. you make the play-action throws, you make the deep overthrows. Um, so let's get into like some of his uh, weaknesses, in my opinion. He has average throw power. Um, and so, you know, that that was a flag for me, and more so around, like, the deep ball. So there were times where Waddle and Smith get behind the defense, but they're waiting for the ball to catch up. Now the DB's catching up. So, I mean, in the NFL, that's not going to fly. I mean, those are going to be contested passes or interceptions with the safety coming across. So, um, And what I noticed on those deep balls, he's not really stepping into the throws. It's almost like he's throwing off his back foot or kind of flat-footed on his lead foot. So if he would like take that step, you know, you try to take that big step when you're launching the ball. Yeah. If he does that, I feel like the ball would be positioned to where the guys can run under it. So th those were like my main concerns on the deep ball throw. But if he goes to a system where he literally just running play action, making the underneath throws, you know, take the 40 yard deep ball downfield and I ask him to throw 60, 70 yards like a Pat Mahomes, he'll be fine. Um, and of course, he lacks mobility outside of the pocket. Given he doesn't have the, the rushing chops, he's a pocket passer, mm -hmm. but he can deliver the ball. So, um, again, I am bumping him out of my first round right now, my rookie mock draft. 
he's a mid second round pick for me in, in rookie drafts. Yeah, I I have Mac as my fourth QB uh, because I do think he's going to go in the first round, and like we already discussed the importance of the QB position. So he was my one twelve, and even though I, you know, just because I rank, you know, I, where I think Zach Wilson to go, you know, when it comes to like draft stuff. If you ask me who I'd rather have off capital, I'd rather have uh, Mac Jones over Zach Wilson because I think Zach Wilson's price is going to get drove up. People have them as the 102 locked in in rookie drafts. And the only reason I the only reason I would rank him above uh, where I have Mac Jones because that's where the draft price is going to be. Like, I'd rather have, you know, Jones at 112 than Zach Wilson at 102. I don't care where they're going in that field draft. Just all pure – what I think they could transition to. I feel like my cop here, I'm going to say this, and I'll explain why. I'll put him down as uh, Phillip Rivers. Okay. Uh, think about Phillip Rivers in your fantasy days. He, he was never a QB that killed you. He played for years. He's always flirted with, you know, if he's not, you know, back end or being a QB one, he was a high end QB two. But that was for 10 plus years where the team is going to fall in love with work ethic and do what he needs to do for the team and for his players. They're going to love him. I think he'll be in the NFL for a long time, bro. Nothing super special, but a good quarterback. Like, I don't think Phillip Rivers was some big Hall of Fame QB, but he was a good quarterback. Can't take that away from him. Yeah. Can't run at all. That's true. Phil was throwing for 4,000 yards. I don't see Mac doing that in the league. I feel like he's best – you know, a line for a system where, again, balance attack, something like the coach. Of course, you know, where I got our QB and Wentz. But something like that is to give you guys an idea or something like the Tennessee Titans offense. They just got a workhorse. And, again, Tannehill, bro, he's like a sneaky QB one play. So I can see Mac Jones having that type of upside. All right. Ready for the next QB? Yeah, bro. A lot of hype around this guy. Either you hate him or you love him. Let's talk about Mr. Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU. 3,600 passing yards this year, 33 touchdowns. He was third in yards, third in TDs, and he only had three interceptions, so he took care of the football. Um, let's get into some of his strengths and weaknesses. Man, I feel like this is a guy that's that's uh, deceptive only because he does a lot of good things. But to me, I can't get past some of the weaknesses. So let's start with the strengths. He has an accurate deep ball. Like We all know he can push the ball downfield, and it's accurate. Um, he can extend plays with his feet, so he has some rushing chops. You know, he's not afraid to take off with the ball, um, especially if there's nothing over downfield. I do question some of the runs where it's a designed run, where they put the ball in his hands like it's a designed QB run. Those weren't really the best plays, in my opinion. Um, yeah. His better running plays was when no one's open downfield and he's taking off. So you, you'll take that rushing upside all day long. Yeah. Um, his comfort zone with passes, from what I saw, was more so between the hashes. Um, oftentimes, outside the numbers, the ball would sell. It's almost like the receiver had to jump up for the ball outside the numbers, even if it's only like five yards down the field, but it's on the sideline. So um, I just saw the ball kind of get tall. Um, let's get to some more of his weaknesses. He makes throws from the top half of his body. I don't see him using his legs, so the throwing mechanics were off for me. Um, I would like to see him, you know, everyone knows like you play football with your legs, like you throw from your legs, your power. If you watch him, it seems like he's generating all this throw power from his torso and up. Like you got to use your legs. So um, I just wasn't a fan of the mechanics. And that led to, like I already mentioned, the ball selling on him, not being as accurate. So 
Um, also, I notice he does panic a little bit when climbing the pocket. So he'll drop back. But once that pass rush is there, he'll panic. Um, you know, once it's time to climb that pocket. So definitely has some room to grow. Um, here's what I like to see happen. I want to see him be taking the second QB off the board in the NFL draft. That way, so much value will fall in these dynasty drafts. I personally don't want no parts of Zach Wilson. That's just me. I'm passing. Um, going back to your earlier comment with the Mac Jones and the Zach Wilson, you know, you rather have a Mac Jones. That's kind of how I feel about the Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Like, why not capitalize on some skilled players and get you another prospect that you like later? But I am passing on Zach Wilson. I agree, man. He's the one QB that I'm iffy on out of these five. He does have big arm talent. He can launch that thing when he wants to. But my thing is, bro, looking at 2019 film and 2020 film, they look like two completely different quarterbacks, bro. And he played against lesser talent. So he just got a, another year older against whack talent, if you ask me. And still didn't look the part, bro. I feel like he should have. I don't know, man. It's just, like you said, he can run well with the ball, but like not in a, like you said, not in a Lamar way where they're designing runs. More of like a, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, if it ain't, you know, the, the play breakdown, I can go get five, six yards, yeah. you know, and do it and make it look like it's easy. Um, he will make passes where he tests the waters, man. Like, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with it. So, you know, everybody wants to have a little Brett Favre mentality, man. But, you know, as long as you don't Brett Favre your way out the league trying to have it, he earned that respect. And, you know, he was at the point where I'm like, I'm just going to wing it. I, I can make this crazy ass throw if I want to. We're going to say something to me. Um, unsure about him, man. You know I me. Mean? We, we talked about the Joe Burrow thing. And, like, and I, I never said he was trash or bad, but. I was the, man, how do you not look this good the year before and then something just pop up? But sometimes it happens, man. You put the work in, you know, things line up for you, whether it be the offense got better. Just things can turn around. But I'm just saying that whole 2019 to 2020, watching all that film, that shit was crazy. So that's how I feel about that. I'm I'm not I'm not falling in love with, with Zach Wilson. Touche, my shit. Touche. All right, bro, let's uh, rank these guys. So. Rankman order for me, in your opinion, as far as, you know, just all pure talent at this point. Pure talent, Trevor, number one. I'm going Justin Fields, number two. I'm going Trey Lance at three. I'm going Mac Jones at four. Zach Wilson at five. I ain't even got to answer the question. That's how I got it, too. That's love, bro. That was easy. Um, we got a little bit of time left, so let's talk about, real quick, Kyle Trask. Quarterback out of Florida. This was a guy that had a monster, monster season, bro. Um, I'm trying to pull up the stats real quick. Let me pull them up real quick. He's a stat guy up here. Avo should be the stat guy. And the DJ. No. That is a lot, bro. All right, but I got the numbers right here. So 4,200 yards. So he was second in the nation as far as with that. And he was first in TDs with 43 touchdowns. Only, only through eight interceptions, so. These are where the numbers can be deceiving, if you ask me, because after watching the tape, let's talk about his strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> I got a little scouting problem with him, too. Are you doing? They're not going after you. All right, bet. So uh, he has a strong arm, um, accurate deep ball capability. Um, so, of course, it's not consistent, but he can get it done. He does deliver the ball with velocity, so it's coming in hot, hot and ready, like a little siege. Yeah. Pizza. Um, some of his weaknesses, locks on to the primary – you know, read, tipping off defenders. So he'll literally drop back and look at the main read. Most of the time, those cop fits. Um, of course, you got some other guys out there, but he just locks on to them. In the NFL, that's not going to fly. I mean, linebackers are going to pick that off. We ain't going to talk about DBs. 
Um, he lacks ability to work through progressions at times, given he's locking on to that primary read. And he often throws into coverage. Again, it's all going back to that primary read. He's locked in on that guy. But your guy's already covered. He's double teamed. That's why you see Kyle Pitts making catches in triple teams and double teams, and that's why we're so in love with him. Kyle Pitts, well, Kyle Trash should be throwing that ball at Kyle Pitts. You got three guys so, on him. So it's actually a bad thing. Yeah. I, um, Kyle Trask is – tell me if this makes sense. He just seemed like a guy that was going to be a good college quarterback. Yeah. Like the things he can do if you put the pieces around him in a good organization and hype him up enough, he's going to be good in your system. That's just all he'll be good at. Not good enough to, to be drafted into a good NFL system, but good enough to do the things you need a college quarterback to do to be good in his own right. Said, put Kyle Pitts. All right, just look, keep your eye on him. Let him run around and get open. And if it ain't like, it's just, I don't know. That's all I ever felt about Kyle Trask. I never took him as, you know, some big ass NFL prospect. I just knew that, you know, I don't care what his numbers say. I watch a game and like, he looks like an NCAA quarterback I want to play with on the video game. Yeah. And then that's just about it. That's a good way to put it because, you know, for me, I see him as a day three guy, if that. Um, I don't see him even being a backup in the league. I see him being a third guy. So that's running a scout team. And you're a backup to the Nate Sudfields and the Matt Barkley's and the Jake Fromm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like those are the guys Kyle would have to beat out. And I don't see him doing it. So just based off of what I've seen. So sometimes all that talent around can deceive. You know what I mean? But he did have a nice college season. I'm not going to take, you know, take that away from him, especially in the SEC. But I just don't see a lot of those traits carrying over gracefully to the league. I will say he, I respect him enough to understand that Cal Pitts deserved to have that Matthew Stafford Megatron treatment. Just throw it to him. I don't care how many people guard him. Uh, you about to get hit, find the direction Pitts is in. That's I, I respect him for knowing that. Yeah. So. All right. Anything else you guys want to cover before we get into this uh we're going to do a closing and then jump back to the scout report. Yeah, that, that makes we sense. We've got a guess. We, are, we already told the good people we got a guess, so let's knock this closing out. I, I do think we should do this. It makes sense. And then we'll transition into the scout report. All right. Now, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, I ain't going to act like I was prepared. So here I go. Um, do I want to get serious? Nah, man. I hear. All right. I'll say this. Hey, well, I'm not getting serious, but if y'all getting serious, it's cool. I feel like this is motivational talk. Yeah, keep this music rocking for me. Yeah. Look. This little Johnny Eastside boyish. boyish. Look, it's, we do dynasty football, which means it's year-round. So I get it. Maybe, you know, everybody's not a nerd enough to just snap out of fantasy mode. Like, I don't snap out. Vic don't snap out. Avo can't snap out because we force him to be here. So I get it. NFL, Super Bowl happened. You don't want to pay attention no more. But, hey, look, college is over. The rookies are about to get drafted. Motherfucker, if you want to dynasty league with me, I'm going to need you to start paying attention. Yes, I want to come after your one-on-one. Yes, I want to come after your two-on-one. Motherfucker, I'm trying to trade some of these old guys for something happen. Look, start paying attention or don't sign up for a damn dynasty league. Cut your notifications on. They should be on year around. I want to send you a motherfucking trade as soon as I wake up any given day of the year. Wake up, man. Pay attention. I feel like that's only fair in Dynasty. That's what you signed up for, for it to be year-round. 
If you don't want to leave, go to a redraft. I don't care. You can be ready August 16th for all I care. But if that's what you want to do, stick to redraft because I'm getting tired of being ignored with these trades. Hey, stick to redraft. That's how you miss out on guys like Justin Jefferson and you know all these studs that emerged. Like we already knew about T. Higgins and Cam Akers and we was Jonathan that. Taylor. And so yeah, you get edge up on the fantasy or redraft. Yeah, redraft side of fantasy. So. Yeah, so I'll leave on some fantasy football shit. That's cool, bro. Uh, for me, man, I've been thinking about the ego. Like the ego can fuck you up. Like. Especially like the male ego, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just gonna say, just you know, just keep your ego in check. Um, that's a message for myself, for you that's listening. Just, I mean, just think about a lot of stuff that goes down in the world as it relates to like bad situations or drama. Pretty sure the ego is involved nine times out of ten. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's just you know, it's, it's just good to keep your ego in check. I mean, especially as adults. You know what I mean? We're at a place where, you know, you can't just be rowdy, rowdy. I mean, like, we got families, we got careers, we got assets, we got some liabilities. So you just got to keep keep that shit on in mind. And rowdy, rowdy. Right. Yeah. Rowdy, rowdy, and rowdy, rowdy. And I'm still riding out to ESTG on the way home. <laughs> that ain't good for the ego, is it? I got <laughs> a big ego. Yeah, man. I'm going to listen to that shit in the gym. <laughs> That's what I got, man. You just told me you listened to it the whole way right here, bro. I did. I'm going to listen and, to it the whole way back. And on the way to the, you know, to the Smiths. Yeah. To the Smith. Uh, hey, Bo, say something good to the people. All right, so I don't know if he told you that. When I say something good, it's actually like a whole song. Like, so look, first off, it's also my, um, what are we calling these again? Scout report. My scout report. So this is also my, I, I'm about to mess up the name. I'm going to get it right. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. So this is also my scouting report. It's from our, our next guest. You know, it's from Skip. It's called the Original Gangster. It's gonna say everything I need to say for him, like legit, because like there's a lot of killing going on in my city, and I don't think these people really understand what it is to be like gangsters. So I think Skip does a good explanation. That's the real Understanding is the real gangster. Discipline is the real gangster. I know somebody feel it. Tell the truth, you ain't no real gangster. Bottom line, you traumatized, suffering from a mental illness. Anytime you get uncomfortable, you wanna kill shit. Up the pistol on people you supposed to keep it real with. But forgiveness is the real gangster. Chill out, don't be so quick to reveal anger. Yeah, lost in the cycle, but you can change that. I ain't saying be pussy and get your chain snatched. We all know you gotta ride when it's called for. But be a man first, jump off that high horse. Yeah, cause face to face is the real gangster. Conversation is the real gangster, you feel it? Homie, you ain't no real gangster. You just suffering from a mental illness. Uh, ain't have no love in your household. Uh, the heat broke, so your hands cold. Uh, you found a family in that street life, right? I understand what that be like. Yeah, but they probably traumatized like you. Hustling and dropping out of high school. Robbing convenience stores for me or more. The love of the thrill, now they needed more. Lord. But knowledge is the real gangster. Not that shit you learn in school, that's the real danger. I'm talking about your mental, addressing what you've been through. I ain't trying to make it sound easy, I know it ain't simple. Yeah. 
But a challenge is the real gangster. Perseverance is the real gangster. You feel me? Tell the truth, you ain't no real gangster. Most black men suffering from a mental illness. Y'all thought this violent, ignorant shit we be on was normal. Nah, we traumatized, hurt, abandoned, lonely, frustrated, misled, whole bunch of shit. We got a lot of unlearning and relearning to do. And that shit start with me and you. Let's show them what the real gangster is. The original gangster. Yeah. My dog, what's good with you, fam? Hey, what's up with it, fam? Everything's straight, man. I just wanted to call, man, get some guidance from you, man. For sure, how can I help you, To you, you know, what's the, what's the difference between a real man and a real nigga? The difference is just who you're talking to, bro. You know what I mean? Because people have different ideas, different languages. A lot of times, they mean the same thing. You know what I mean? They mean, like, like there was some real niggas, they be talking about the black Panthers, you know what I mean? Or they be like... Uh, there was some real niggas that they be talking about BMS. You know what I mean? Two totally different people with two different ideas. This was still real. It was about what they was about. And I think that's the real part. You know what I mean? Out the gate, the real yeah. man, You know, somebody that takes care of their family. The <laughs> real part is what stretched. You know what I mean? So what are like some morals and values that you think the young G's nowadays lack? People want to say the biggest one is loyalty, and I don't think it is, bro. Keep it 100, bro. I think the biggest one is responsibility. That's the biggest one because if you understand that you have to be responsible for your babies, your bills, the words that come out of your mouth, you got to be responsible for the way you make the next man feel. Then that carries a certain kind of burden on a real man. You know what I mean? That sometimes hard to deal with. You know what I mean? So often you will be just like, fuck it. Straight and that, up. And that means that I can do anything because I don't care. Yeah. I don't got to be responsible for my daughter. So I can go ahead and try to rob this dude. You know what I mean? If I get shot, I get shot. If I go to jail, I go to jail. They don't take that shit into right. consideration. Right. They, they think this hurt stuff don't apply to them. You know what I mean? That's bad. You're definitely responsible for what you say. Words change lives. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody the other day and I had to relate to them. Like, the pastor and the pimp. They both start with the same letter and they really, really close. You know what I mean? They do the same thing. You know what I mean? Both of them talk to you when they're feeling a certain kind of way. And depending on how good you feel, that's how much money you're going to get. It's crazy. <laughs> Ain't that crazy, bro? That's crazy. You know what I mean? Power of words, bro. It's so important, bro. Yeah. For sure. You know, in this world, man, we just need guidance. And I appreciate having an OG like you I can call and talk to, man. I can link up with you and I can talk to you. A lot of people ain't got that. And I feel like that's why I'm able to go a positive direction. Because I got people like you to help steer me. Bro, I'm honored that you would even reach out to me, bro. And you know what? I can tell you about you, bro. I'm glad that you listen, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people do a lot of talking and a lot of people don't listen. You know what I mean? It's good that you're a young brother that's willing to listen. That's why I don't mind reaching out and giving it to you. It's real shit, man. I appreciate you, man. You too. Roll on to the real. Death to the fake. So that's why I say something good to the people right there, man. And there's the man right there. 
Yo, yo, yo. That you hear rapping? That you, that's man, good. you hear on the music? He's rapping. Nah, that's, that's, that's a country singer we working with, man. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Check, check. Can you hear me? How you doing, Skip? Hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah. Good, loud and clear. Man, to connect. Can you hear me? Yeah, uh -oh. I'm good. Can you hear me? How you doing? Might not be able to use it. Uh, yo, yo. Can you hear us? Yep, we can hear you. Okay, here you go. Can you hear you? I tried to my AirPods, but that didn't yeah, work. Yeah, what's going on? Okay, how you doing, Skip? Studio. Oh, uh, good. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, now we can. Now we can. Okay. Yeah, man, we just rocking out, man, yeah, to the uh, original Gangster, man. I got just played it. Hey, I'm gonna let you walk it through, Doc. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we definitely have to play that uh, original Gangster, man. We definitely gonna get into you know the message behind all that, but I'm gonna let Doc uh, walk us through. What's good, Skip? How you been, bro? Everything is everything, man. How about yourself? I can't complain, man. Hey, I just want to commend you on dropping another dope-ass album, bro. I've been rocking with it all week at work, man. Um, So what inspired this album, man? Because to be honest, I've been watching for years, bro. And the one thing I always say about you is you're always dropping dope content. You stay on it with the videos. You're always putting shit out. But this one, it sounded a little bit different, at least to the production and shit, man. It, it reminded me a little bit of like some Joey badass production and the whole scheme of taking over, like like and like you brought the old ways of being a king to taking over into you know 2021. I thought that was fire. What inspired King of Indiana, bro? We lost it. Oh man, it's not a delay. Can't hear you, Skip. Oh no. My bad. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Now we can. Yeah. All right. Here we go. My fault. Um, yeah. It started with the Ghetto Mr. Rogers, man. We had a couple records that were super dope, but they just didn't fit the album, and they had this same type of King of Indiana sound. So, so my guy DJ Top Speed, he was like, "You should do a whole album just like those records right there." And I'm like, "Man, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's kind of a box. I don't, I don't never want to get in a box." He said, listen, Skip, you're not going to regret it. Just do it. So I did it, man. And uh, we started just making records. And then, like, I was feeling real arrogant. You know what I mean? So we was making these records. And I'm like, oh, this is in Indiana, man. Like, you know, I want to go there. But, uh, you know, we started building that storyline. And then I got my guy, Justin Bland. Shout out to Justin Bland. I got bro on deck and he helped me polish up them skits, man. And before you knew it, we just had that masterpiece. You know, it's a visual, visual album, man. Yeah, like I said, man, you listen to it all the way through, bro. It is, I understand, you know, from an artist point, you know, trying to sound won't be in a box, but it sounds like a good move, bro. It's it's like you can I put it in my car and I want to listen to it all the way through. Like everything serves its purpose from beginning to end. So I do I, I want to compliment you on that, bro. You found somebody told you, hey, make them like this, and you knocked all the motherfuckers out the ballpark, bro. So I, I want to shout you out for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. bro. Hey, just yeah. add on too, man. Yeah, and the placement of the skits, like for me, I could definitely tell you it's telling a story. And like, you know, you're able to follow like okay, where you're at within the story based on the track. So like Man, original gangster, uh, fix your crown, like all the messages. You know what I mean? Like those are things that I can relate to in terms of just 
hearing some uplifting stuff, you know what I mean? Just kind of remind you like, hey, you're black, black, you're a male, you know, society's rough on you, but hey, fix your crown, you know what I mean? Like you still got it. So, I mean, you know how it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you gotta get out there and still hold strong. So, I mean, I just like the messages behind all that. So. Absolutely, man. And overall, man, the album really ain't even about me being the king of Indiana, honestly. I, I just use that gimmick to catch people's attention. As you can see on the front cover, I'm burning the Confederate flag, bro. The album is about the urban community yeah. being the new kings of Indiana, you know what I mean? To where, you know, taking that history of racism out of Indiana and just making it more equal, you know, equality. That's what the album is really about. But, you know, people are going to take it how they take it, but it's all love. Yeah, see, I was going to ask that question, man, because see, you said a line in there, whereas you said, yeah, I might take the crown, but the man that got it, he can actually keep that. Yeah. At least that's how I took the line. Yeah. I, I know I'm saying it all wrong, but I was like, hold up, this ain't really even about taking over Indiana necessarily. It's about something else. So I had to go back and listen to it again. Yeah. No, that's real, bro. I'm, some people caught it. Some people didn't. Some people are still on the internet dissing me right now, but they just don't see the bigger picture that I had in mind. That's all. And that's all good. Hey, if you get dissed, you did something right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, didn't, I didn't got about 10 of them. <laughs> hey, my takeaway, it's all about self-reflection. Like it definitely made me look inward. Like the you know, yeah. album just made me look like self-reflect and you know, made me think. That's why even like before this, before you got on, I was talking about the ego, just like how male ego specifically can put us in a lot of situations that you probably don't have to be in. So just keeping that in check, you know what I'm saying? Knowing you got family. You know, you got assets, you got liabilities, like putting your ego on the line for somebody that probably ain't got nothing to lose. Like it ain't even worth it. So it just made me like reflect on stuff like that, man. That's a fact, bro. I'm glad you was able to catch that message, man. Right on. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey Skip, you got a uh you got a favorite joint on the album, bro, or one that you had the most fun doing? Um initially, my favorite record was Black Exploitation. But uh over time, I think I think Disaster to Glory probably became my favorite over time. Okay, okay. Uh, we are, we I have, got top speed on there. That shit had me hype. I was like, yo, this top speed scratching. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so look, we always want to keep, man, hopefully you keep tapping in with us every time you drop something, man. We always want to stay in tune with you, bro, because you do put on for the city, man. And uh, like I said, when I seen the project title, I was like, it's good to see them step up and do that, even though it's like, like you said, it ain't about just being the king of Indiana. It's just how much you put on for the city and everything you stand for, everything you rep, bro. It's hard not to get behind you. So I just want to let you know, like, if somebody was going to put that stamp out there, you know, you one of the people that I ain't going to argue with, bro. From everything I see you stand for and that you're doing in the music, bro. So I shout that out. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Much love. No, no doubt. We uh, so we was gonna spin a track, um, and we had to agree on the track. Everybody said something different, so he already ran original gangster, which was cool. I threw out a couple. I was like, hey, I want to hear cilantro. I want to hear ranks and nobility. And I pulled up to cilantro. Yeah, he did. I went outside <laughs> to go with the DJ shit. He was all right, Mama Cilantro. So that's what the braggadocious alley, bro. I gotta come to a video shoot like that. <laughs> 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 yeah, so. Which one y'all decide on? So uh are we in 
we end up going with ranks and nobility, man. Okay. Um, I don't know, it just it just it just did something to me every time I hear it, bro. It's some different energy shit. I think I had an attitude the first time at work, first time I listened to the project. And when that song came on, like it went from I was so excited, but that song just made me want to go turn up on my boss or some shit, bro. Like, <laughs> God damn, that kind of energy on that track. Yeah, that's the energy. That's the energy you approach that track. Hell yeah, bro. And that's what rap is about. You gotta talk your shit, bro. So straight up, that's what I want to run with. They was cool with it, and uh, so if you want to introduce the track real quick, we're gonna spin it live. And then after we get done spinning the track, we're gonna give you a chance to shout out anything you got going on, everything you're doing, and uh and we're gonna do it like that. Is that cool? Yes, sir. Y'all ready? Yeah, sir. What it do is big skip, aka King Skip. You about to hear my record from my album King of Indiana. It's called Ranks and Nobility, featuring the homie double A. Let's get it. Yeah. Pillars of our community peeling off snake skin. There ain't a human in this world I put my faith in. Go back and shot and get some twat before my day end. It's what it sound like when you know you the greatest. Elated, but what lies ahead? Who lied and said my pride was dead? I'm cocky like Ali, can't let these suckers get inside my head. I sold a lot of meds and made a lot of bread. Knew it was ugly when Billy got picked up by the feds. Too much to write on this notepad. I make it right when it go bad. So make a right to hit the lights and I'm gonna blast. Lord, I spit that eye on the stove flow. Who touching this? Don't burn your hand trying to show out for your friends and shit. Don't need a cosign. I'm a goat. A literal gold mine with a dope mind. You a robot. I control mine. Write dope lines in no time. Get a half thing. Hold no dimes. Stand tall like an oak pine tree. Don't mind me. I'm fine. It's levels to this shit. Yeah. Don't need a bezel on my wrist. I'm in the ghetto with my stick. Like it's levels to this shit. Yeah. I got the devil in my whip, finna sell another zip. Hey, it's levels to this shit. Yeah. Don't need a bezel on my wrist. I'm in the ghetto with my stick, like it's levels to this shit. Yeah. I got the devil in my whip, finna sell another zip. Hey, yeah. it's levels to this shit. I said it's levels to this shit, you dig? Well, shall I see my schedule make you wanna split your wig? A youngin' was in school with dreams of trying to make it big. I didn't know if what, but pressure built upon the kid. Three jobs plus class plus my growing business plus this music shit was picking up The real ones got to witness how I grew up man got after this shit right before they eyes And before too long it was me who took them by surprise And now I'm posted working don't know nothing about a day of rest I'm restless for a fucking taste and knowing that I'm set for life And all my goals is met they seen a rookie turn into the vet I bet a lot of folks is taking lessons on me saying yeah I'm good but in my double A Built this brand I'm making sure they trust the quality is top so there ain't no other way Give a damn about what the others say Naps the leaders vouching for my record Finish first because it's life Race, the only flag I fuck with is the one that's checking, check up on the score, I'm about to run it up. Or my flowers pushing on the pedal, I've been scheming something for the future. They ain't really bad about it, let's see all my levels, so I'm saying. I'm saying though, no. <laughs> who fucking with us? It's only the tip of the iceberg, slight work. 15 minutes, finish my verse. You put the cross up, I emerge. Call me the king, where the fireworks. Hope be happy, I'm from the hometown. Nobody rapping like me, on found. Pick your head up, put your phone down. Look what I did, the city on now. You can't stop greatness, I'm in top shape. Got my own pace, I do not race. Throw up gang signs in the cop face. It don't matter much, we are not safe. So I grind hard till my time come. Play the game smart, but my grind done. Doing king shit, got my mind numb. Off with your head, I don't bar none. It's levels to this shit. Yeah. Don't need a bezel on my wrist. I'm in the ghetto with my stick, like it's levels to this shit. Yeah. 
I got the devil in my whip, finna sell another zip. Ay, it's levels to this shit. Yeah, don't need a bezel on my wrist. I'm in the ghetto with my stick, like it's levels to this shit. I got the devil in my whip, finna sell another zip. Ay, it's levels to this shit. Shit, stupid. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Hey, can I ask you a rap? Can I ask you a rap question before yeah, you know? Sure. I'll let you uh, start telling everybody. Hey, did Double A snapping at the end of his verse influence <laughs> any of your outros? Like, because at the end, I was like, damn, I need to came back in, match that same energy. It just, it's all of that shit, man. By the time that song was over, I had to listen to it three more times. Before I can start the album over again, because at work I gotta listen to shit twice so I can make sure I ain't miss nothing like in that moment and then come yeah. back to it as much as I want. But I listened to that track three times before I was able to start the album over. That's what's up, man. Let me in on how that came about because that that energy at the end, bro, was was fire, man. I'll be honest, man. Uh, it was actually the total opposite, man. Uh, I mean, I was feeling Double A's verse, but my my producers they felt like he didn't bring it, <laughs> so it's crazy you asked that. So they was like, uh, they said, what? right? They they was like, look, man, this is the India album. You can't let him end it like that. You got to come in and you got to finish it off strong. And I felt like Double A did his thing, but they were just like, nah, man, you got to come back in. So that's why I put the break in there and came back in and spit. And uh, shit, I felt like Double A did his thing, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he did, but, but shout out your producers for telling you, hey, bro. <laughs> Nobody, I would have did the same shit. <laughs> shout out to them, man. They might have liked it secretly. All right, hey, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably that's the extra motivation. Like, bro, I, you got one more gear. Come on, bro. We got, we got forty seconds. Just straight up. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> All right, so look, what we want to do is give you a chance to platform that man. Tell everybody to what you got going on. Tell everybody where they can stream the album, man. Anything you want to speak on right now, it's all yours, my brother. But wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. You you said you was working with a country singer. Can you tell me a little bit about that and then go into that? Yeah. So <laughs> the producers I'm working with, um, we uh we met a country singer by the name of Mia Julian. Uh, she's 18, 19 years old. You know, she's young talent, man. Uh, about to graduate high school. She's super dope, man. You can follow her on uh, Instagram at M-I-A dot J-U-L-I-E-N-N-E. She's dope, though, man. Extremely dope. And she'll be putting out a debut album probably here in the next month or two. She's dope, man. That's dope. That's fire. Yeah, Mia. Check it out. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, you can follow me instagram and twitter at skypp317 my album is available everywhere i'm trying to start a campaign where we get people in back into buying music so your itunes your amazons your band camps you know my album is 7.99 on there if you got the money to to support an independent artist i'd appreciate it if y'all can go grab that and any artist any any independent artist you support period you know what i mean buy their their albums you know what i mean like we're not making money especially in the pandemic so any way you can support the next person, man. King of Indiana side B is coming. So be ready. He's shooting the uh, shooting the, uh the, the video for with Ron Fest this weekend for Fix Your Crown. So that's coming also. 
it's a lot coming you know what i mean check out my feature on channel 13 uh on channel 13 news you can watch it on my uh social media we got a lot we got a lot just stay tuned to the grind officialskip.com I feel like some uh, club tracks, some braggadocious type tracks coming to that side. <laughs> I'm pulling up. I'm actually, I'm actually excited to hear the B side because he said, uh, "Niggas been had a few niggas that had something to say since he dropped the king in." Yeah. yeah, so that just seemed like even more reason to talk some more shit, bro. So, yeah. um, hey, don't look. This anticipation gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> now that's just crazy but nah bro do your thing bro and like i said tap in with us man every time you got something going on man and uh not even just on albums man let us know about videos and shit so we can make sure we do our due diligence of uh you know if you you know what's coming out in advance we try our hardest to uh show the love at the end of the episode man to the people that follow us and watch us for sure and on, on behalf of all independent artists man i appreciate y'all for even wanting to deal with us and put us on y'all platform man that's real Hey man, hey, that's that speaks to the volume of the kind of guy you are. You're talking about other artists, you know. What I mean, we set the stage for you, yeah. but for you to you know acknowledge other people that's in your lane in your space, I'm um, so salute. Uh, you know, we wish you nothing but continued success, more blessings. You know, we definitely see you working, man. So uh we definitely support you. Appreciate it, man. Much love and thanks for having me, y'all. Thanks for having me, y'all. brother. You be, be easy, be safe, man. Yes, sir. In a minute. All right, take care. Hey guys, hey guys, that was solid. Good job. It's one of the people. One of the people I wouldn't be mad about for dropping the album and said King Indian. Yeah, yeah I'm mad at that. Solid guy, as far as I know, I'm good. Hey, remember when you dropped that first one when he was in high school? Yeah, I know, I grabbed. Yeah, bro, you've been been working for like ten years, twelve years. And I about 12 years. I think I think I met What's Skip. Yeah, I met I met Skip. I met Chuck and Skip around like oh nine, bro. Oh nine. That's when I had Chuck come out to do a verse for me. And Skip was coming with him. And I think Skip wrote a last minute verse and just hopped on the end of the song. Yeah, bro. So the song's called Ooh La La La. That shit was kind of cool. So when uh there was, a, I think, one of his bars. He mentioned, you know, like write something in fifteen minutes. I thought about that story. Yeah, <laughs> one, of the, one of the lines he said something about fifteen minutes. Yeah, right? bro, and, and you know why he got that in him. Hey, I used to listen to Skip when he wasn't cussing in his music. Right, this the first one where he started cussing. Yeah, what? Hey, no, bro. Yeah, you can ask me, man. Now tell him that's something to say. Can I say that? <laughs> hey, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, turn me back up. Oh, my bad, bro. Let's go. You can turn me down, but you know, turn me back up. You know, I figured, I figured we got to get out of here somehow, some way. What y'all didn't know is I loaded up everything in title. You should. I got the whole album right here. You should have left out on cilantro. That's oh, 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 oh. we can do that. We can do that. Oh, let's do it. All right. Uh, Let me get into it. I'm waiting for him to play. You know, we got to wait on the DJ. Well, let's thank the people for listening and all that stuff. All right, hey, we just did the top five QBs. Um, what we got coming next week? Wide receivers. Yeah, and we got a special guest on. I ain't gonna announce her. Get her. Her. Yeah. I think. No, that's not the first uh, female guest. We'll be the second. Actually, 
second. Maybe third, maybe. Maybe third, yeah. But we're excited to talk wide receiver prospects um, with, with someone that's really dope in the industry. So, yeah, make sure you guys lock in with us next Tuesday. Again, we're getting y'all ready for these uh, upcoming rookie drafts, man. So, we're excited. And Alabama Pro Day was today. So, we got to see some of the big names. Make sure you pay attention to all the rest of the Pro Days. And just like I said, start tapping into Dynasty right now, man. This is this is one of the, the seasons where, like, this is one of the moments where you win your leagues because I've been coming up on trades like a motherfucker. Yeah. So that's how we're going to do it. And shout out to Skip one more time. Thank you to the lovely listeners. We love y'all ears because that's what y'all listen to us with. And we love y'all heart because y'all love us. So that's what we're doing. We rocking out on one of my favorite songs on King Indiana. Go get that everywhere on every platform, platform. Stream Dynasty Bros. FF anywhere you see us. I'm on the end. Vic in the middle. Ava on the other side. No, I'm in the middle. Vic on one side. Ava you in the middle. I'm in the middle with a belt. Yeah. I got a cup. Anywhere you can stream podcasts. With this hat on. With that hat on. I wear the same shit. Yeah, and I probably got this one on, just the black version. Yeah, look us up. Dynasty Bros at Fetter Podcast. Bang. Hey. We out. Hey, Bo. Out. No, hey, Bo. Walk us out. Check it. Check it. Let's go. I go by the name of DJ Abo. That's Dynasty Bro Dot. That's Dynasty Bro Vic. I gotta go get my baby. Get King Indiana. Get King of Indiana. I'm not gonna say it right. KOI on the grim. KOI.